Welcome everybody, it's Mario from Barberview TV Podcast. Just a reminder to please follow us on all social media platforms that you could possibly find, except for MySpace. I don't think no one's messing with that right now. <laughs> but anyway, make sure that also, including YouTube, click on that subscribe button so you can be up to date on all things barber culture around the world. And once again, thank you so much for all the support, the love, and the shout outs. We've launched. The countdown is over. June 15th, we launched on Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire TV kind of getting late to the party. Hopefully, that should all be squared away next week online. And also, we're proud to announce we'll be launching that Apple iPhone app and the Android app towards the end of the month. 1.725 billion viewers have the ability to fire up their phone their streaming app and watch Barberview TV. Such an awesome um, milestone to go over. So other than that, just wanted to kind of catch up with you guys on a couple of things today, Sunday. Happy Father's Day to all the real ones out there. Um, as I, I made a post earlier today, if you're cutting hair, man, on um, Father's Day, man, just make sure that you take care of yourself. Some Maybe sometime next week or sometime down the line. It's awesome that we, we take care of ourselves. Health is wealth, as we always say, right? So let's make sure to keep that moving and going in the right direction. I wanted to just kind of go over some stats. I was blown away about all of the support. We had a pretty big push going into the launch of the TV network. And I just kind of wanted to recap some things that uh, really are near and dear to me in regards to just how big this is going to become. Um, this is not going anywhere. Um, I have so much uh, pride and so much uh, motivation behind making Barberview TV a worldwide barber culture network to where it's all over. In fact, 15 different countries tuned in and has been checking this out. So I'm very, very stoked about that. So that's that's pretty hot. So I just wanted to kind of go over some stats here. I got my sheet of paper here. Uh, for our launch week, 56.2 thousand views on YouTube. That That's awesome. I mean, from where we was at last year to now as I started to research and develop this to 56.2K, that's a lot. Uh, 3,000 downloads from Roku, um, 10,100 followers on IG. Appreciate all of you guys out there joining us, trying to find out what we're doing. And keep in mind, I just want to be crystal clear. This is your network, your network as the barber culture. Anyone from that's involved in the culture, it's yours. And I'm here to make sure that we cast the right light on this barber culture as um, much as possible. Um, and 15 different countries, as I said before, that's just amazing. It's not just the United States anymore. People have been wanting this platform to come out. Luckily, I was able to pull my resources together to get this thing to come out. And it just shows you like the things that we're doing is not only in our backyards in the United States, 15 different countries. I mean, everyone, we just have to be very excited about that. So outside of that, I just wanted to kind of catch up on a couple of events that we're going to be going to. Uh, Barberview TV is going to be on the road. First stop is going to be at Real Barbershop in Burtonsville, Maryland with Edimar Cadero hosting the first annual Barber Expo. They're going to have their July 10th. Cannot wait to 
go and uh, check out. I love new things, right? It's a new event. It's a new expo. We just need to really pack this place and just show all of that love that we show to every other shows, right? We want to be able to teach and preach and mentor and showcase and do all those things that we do as barbers. So show up and show out. Definitely looking forward to meeting everyone over there in in Maryland. Also, um, Barbie View is going to be at Rising the Bar Barber and Beauty Expo July 24th at Columbus, Ohio uh, at the Crown Plaza North Hotel and Resort. Looking forward to that as well. Another awesome event. As you guys can see, all, all these new shows are coming up. All these expos are coming up. There's over 200 million plus people in our industry worldwide. There's a there's a desire to learn and understand what everyone's doing and how to get better. So uh, shout out to everyone that's um, going to these shows, thinking about starting a show. It's just very excited to see the investment that everyone is putting into um, their craft. So once again, shout out to everyone. It's it's quite amazing to see. Uh, other thing, uh, as I start to craft and mold Barber Biz, that's one of our featured shows that's going to be on uh, Barberview TV. Um, the future of barbering, uh, I think we really need to start to look at and think big on what that's going to look like in the future. So uh, we're going to be taking a, a sneak peek behind the scenes on what the future of barbering looks like and, and the business of barbering. Um, everything from NFT, I should have a guest on to talk about NFTs in a couple of weeks. Um, it's going to be really awesome just to see how you can monetize and how you can have these different streams of revenue. Uh, it's very exciting. Also, like I'm interested in this technology called page to go for those who been to those Amazon stores or even at some sporting events, I know here in Vegas, the Oakland, uh, oh, oh my God, I said Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> correction, in uh, some of their uh, platforms inside of the arena, they have it to where you just walk in, you take an item, and when you leave, it charges your credit card. Why can't that happen with barbering? Wouldn't that be dope? You know, it's all touchless. It's all state of the art. If you grab product, it'll just charge the card that's on file. So those are kind of things that we have to be looking at, I mean, to innovate, to make it easier for the customer, make it easier for the barber, too. So I'm very interested in taking a dive into the future of barbering. Very interested to see what what comes out of that. Uh, last but not least, man, um, as we wrap up this Sunday, uh, I've been trying to get rest, but, man, I've been working 140 plus hours a week just trying to churn out and stay abreast of everything Barber Culture TV has to offer. Um, shout out to um, Killer Mike. He had a, a post last a uh, couple months ago. It says, if you work for somebody, you can expect to just put in 40 hours a week and call it a day. But if you work for yourself, expect to work four times that amount if you really wanted to be successful and grind. So I'm definitely, um, <laughs> I know all about that. But this is a labor of love, and it's something that um, I'm just really proud to be launching. And it's here, it's out, and it's not perfect. I'm sure for the barbers out there and those who have salons or those who sell barber products, that first day, man, it was like, am I doing the right thing? Are people going to be checking? What I'm, is, is this going to work? Did I make bad mistakes? I mean, yeah, things didn't go a, a, according to plan specifically, especially with some platforms that didn't launch. But but that's part of being a human and part of the business, right? Like 
just to get out there, you know, for those who started cutting, getting one haircut a day, you know, but still coming to the shop, learning, absorbing things, um, absorbing that game. I mean, it looked like a dark road ahead, but you kept in there. Now those people that had one cut a day, maybe one cut every two days, they're booked solid for weeks and weeks at a time. So that's kind of the philosophy that we're um, embarking on for Barberview TV. At least we've started. We're doing very good right now, but I want to keep that momentum going. And like I said, this is your network. I could not state that enough. And um, we're going to make this as big as we could make it and just really bridge the gaps across the universe on what barber is, uh, the, the barber culture is. Last but not least, man, I just wanted to kind of... <laughs> This story came on yesterday. Um, I don't, and it wasn't. Well, it was TMZ. I know everyone. TMZ's been more reliable than CNN. I mean, they were the first one to break some of the critical news in our uh, lifetimes. I remember when Michael Jackson died. No one, people wanted to confirm that so bad. TMZ was the first one. I don't know who the hell they have on their staff to get these. Um, to get these confirmations, but they're on it, man. But shout out to TMZ. I hope I'm not on there in a negative light. I'm going to try to stay as far away from that as possible. But um, it was a barbershop, uh, Diamond Cuts in Riverdale, Georgia, right? Quavo from the Migos um, uh, walked in the shop, and it appears that this customer, the barber was like, yo, you got to go. You got to get up. Um, I don't know how to feel about that. Number one, it looked like it was straight cap, straight up. Like you could tell, like, um, and we and we do this a lot um, in regards to the barbershop. Say, for instance, uh, one of your appointments running late, you got a fellow barber next to you. You're like, hey, bro, I don't think this. I think I got no show. So hurry up and come in the chair. I'll try to line you up and do something right. And then the customer presents itself, right? And so I think it was kind of one of those deals. I don't think that it was legit, like a barber would just, um, cause the cape was on, he put the neck strip on, nothing was being done yet. He just looked like he was just like, literally in the chair, looked kind of staged as well. Uh, it looked like, Cap, please convince me if I'm wrong, but it brings up an interesting topic about the customer, right? And the expectation. The way we train our customers to respect us and the way we respect the customer goes a very long way in any barbershop in the universe if you are a barber that's not strong or have good worth ethic that should never happen to any customer i remember we got customers all the time at my barbershop in denver shout out to altitude barbershop uh in broomfield colorado denver metro um you have people calling like oh well i got money or oh i could come in or oh this or that like that means absolutely jack shit at the end of the day like it's all about the people that's there every day the people that are in the neighborhood the people that's in the city people that's driving an hour uh just to come see you and for someone just to roll up on the spot and you'd be like yo you gotta you gotta get up out the chair man that that's that, that's not that's not cool so i did some numbers right um in regards to like if that custom was really kicked out of a chair which i think there's some speculation on that um, these days, haircuts about 40 bucks, right? 40, 50, 50 bucks. You get a cut twice, twice a month. It's like $500. Um, I'm sorry, a hundred. That's, 
be up twice a week. That's a hundred dollars a month. You multiply that by twelve months. That's like twelve hundred with a tip fifteen hundred. Say you got boys, you know, like whenever I went to the barbershop, man, shout out to Rambo when I was in San Diego, the kids were like, the kids were just getting basic cuts, you know, but now they wanted some like grown cuts, right? <laughs> so it's like, um, you know, it cut, it costs money. My haircut was 25. Both of the boys was 20. So I was, then I dropped a tip. It was like 80, 90 bucks. That's 80, 90 bucks every two weeks. So that's rounded up to 200 a month times 12, that's 2,400, right? So when you have a customer that um, is coming to you religiously, you know, building their whole time and their whole day around getting you in that chair, that to me means so much more than a person who feels entitled to to name drop or cap and just um, throw, throw whatever startup or fame they have out there and for you to feel pressured into making that decision, right? Of like, oh well, could I get more looks for the gram if this guy posts? No, that's that's ridiculous, man. Take care of your people, take care of your core. I'm not saying amigos is going anywhere anywhere soon, but I mean, you have to take care of your people. You know, shout out to um Edimar. He was like, yo, the community, like that, that's what he's there for. It's for the community, people coming in and out, fair weather. I guess, you know, the Migos is from Atlanta or whatever. But, you know, you got to take care of the people, man. That's paying your bills on the daily. Not coming in for a season. They're in your life for a reason. Um, I got a funny story, right? I was uh, <laughs> I was at, um, I was going to Tao, a uh, high-end um, Chinese restaurant in L.A. They have them all over Chicago, um, New York, Vegas, and L.A. I was in the one in L.A., and um, had a reservation because that's important, right? And they had this dude roll up. Looks like he was in a um, looks like a one of those rental cars that you get on the strip. You know the exotic cars. <laughs> he pulled up. Looks like he was like eight deep, right? Um, pulled up, um, and was like, "Yo, I want to book for eight. And the manager and uh, the attendant was like, "They have a reservation." I was like, "Nah, but I'm signed to like." Um, Rick Ross label, you know what I'm saying? He was just dropping Rick Ross label. Like I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Because you know, if you got a name, <laughs> you don't have to make reservations if you got that kind of clout, right? Usually, you got handlers that make those reservations. You have people to schedule those reservations. But when you come in, you don't have to name drop to get a table, right? But you know, Tao's a very hot spot in LA, right? So he figured he would drop Rick Ross's name. And the dude was like, dude, I don't give a fuck who you are. You're not getting up in here unless you have a reservation. To me, that's how barbers should treat anyone that try to blow up your schedule to squeeze someone in. And everything else slides back, right? Um, had this conversation with a barber in Oklahoma City. Uh, uh, shouts out to Scissor Hands in Oklahoma City. And... Um, he was like, yo, if someone's booking me past like six or seven, I got to tax them. Now that I could understand, right? If you want to charge $100, $200, $300, you know, you cutting someone, you know, that that's your time. That's your time from your loved ones, your, your, your girlfriend, your wife, your side piece, whatever your significant other is, right? So in that situation, I see where that could be a possibility. Um, 
and and you have to do that. Time is everything, man. You can never ever get time back. Time is so precious. It's the it's the number one thing that you never ever want to waste. That's why whenever clients come in too, right? Their time is so valuable, especially now back over is the days of waiting hours and hours to get a haircut. That's over. You know, punctuality, time is key. 10 o'clock appointment, I'm showing up maybe five minutes early, I'm right in. If you're not punctual as a barber or as a business owner, you got to add 10, 15, 20 minutes, the whole schedule slides to the right. Not cool. So uh, back to my original point, man, I have to get this validated because if I, I hope it was more of a joke or a skit or or cap versus like Quavo coming in and the dude's like, yo, I got to get you out the chair, you know, so and for TMZ to pick it up, you know, let's let's look a little bit deeper into that. Uh, we know how we are with barbershop owners and barbers like, you know, I think it was more of a situation where um he was about to cut like a friend or a barber or maybe someone that was on a walk. It was like, look, dude, I could probably get you. But if um, it looks like I may have a no show, but, you know, but once you kind of commit to the cup, man, it's kind of it's kind of hard for you to like leave someone out there with like uh, half a haircut or <laughs> or just starting to cut. And now if you got to work that person back in your schedule, that whole schedule slides anyway. Right. So. It's one of those things to where um, very interesting to see. But enough about that. I just wanted to say what's up, man. It's it's a beautiful thing seeing all you guys out there supporting Barberview TV, your TV network. I really it just really makes me feel humble and just good inside showing the love. Um, I look forward to seeing you guys out there um, out and about as I do more filming. Company's growing, of course. So more content, more more staff, more opportunities, um, more places for you guys to see. Oh, before I forget, we did drop that uh, season premiere in the cut, that London, UK. Shouts out to Champs Barbers, uh, Fade em Up Franco, Fabian, Fluff, P. Oh, just amazing staff, man. And I just want to sh- uh, thank you guys for allowing me to – thanks for allowing me into your lives to kind of showcase um, – what you do on a daily basis in London. So I definitely wanted to just to give you guys a, a good shout out. And and it's it's like a brotherhood, right? So every time I come to UK, I know I'm going to swing by. I know where to get a cut. Um, fade me up, Franco, forever, man. It's just every time I come through, he tightens me up with the dopest cut, man. And I, I just absolutely love the staff over there. I uh, tried to go to Japan a couple weeks ago, man. They got this weird visa thing going on right now, so I got to kick that to the side. Got some dope stuff to show you guys out there. Had to slide Africa down a couple weeks. Uh, going to Hawaii uh, Wednesday, this Wednesday. Going back to Maui, going to be with Oscar on Refined Cuts. Um, it's going to be dope. We're going to be launching that uh, Maui episode, hopefully within the next couple weeks after we get the video and get everything chopped up and, and lined up for you guys. Anyway, um, for everyone out there, man, just once again, thanks for all the support. Happy Father's Day for all the real ones out there. Uh, Look forward to seeing you. It's been real, you guys. Really appreciate all the love and support. Peace out.